It is the geekiest show ever. Number 30. Right? Yeah, 30 it is. Welcome to the geekiest show ever. My name is Tim Robertson, and in the studio with me is... Chad Perry. And on the Skype channel is... Guy Searle. And this week we're kind of looking at the uh, upcoming summer blockbuster movie season and... Such as it is. Well, you know, the thing is, I I read an article and the movie theater... Well, not the movie theater, the the Hollywood studios are all excited because they think this is going to be just a knockout blockbuster summer extravaganza and they're going to have a great year. How can it fail? They've got 3D. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately for Chad and I, we're both busy this weekend, so we cannot take in the premiere of Iron Man 2. Which is really the only real movie I've been looking forward to this summer. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I mean, Toy Story 3 is coming out, and I'm looking forward to that, but not as much as Iron Man 2. Right. But it's a different kind of movie, though. Um, I'm looking forward to both equally, but for completely different reasons. I'm looking forward to Toy Story 3 because I know the kids are really going to like it. I'm yep. going to like it. It's going to be a good family thing, except for my wife, who she hates movie theater, so she won't go. But Iron Man, Chad, that's all about us. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the kind you watch and you go, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, I was just thinking on the way here, actually, what a t- career turnaround for Robert Downey Jr. in the last five years. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, I mean, his career was dead. I mean, he was in like Beethoven. Remember the dog movie where he was yeah. the bad guy and, and he captured the dog and uh, he, his career was just nowhere. And then, I mean, what's the last big movie he did until recently? It was what, Chaplin? Chaplin, yeah. And then after that, nothing. Yep. He was completely washed out. Well, yeah. I mean, it was his own fault, though. Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. no question. Yeah. But, I mean, but this is kind of the last few years have really has been the 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 resurgent of some of those 80 Really good 80 actors. Mickey Rourke's another one. Yep. Even though he kind of looks like a mutant compared to the old Mickey Rourke. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was so good in The Wrestler. Mm. Yep. I think that was probably one of my favorite movies last year. I mean, The Wrestler was just brilliant. Right, and I actually enjoyed it quite a bit, too. Now, Kim did not appreciate it as much, but The Wrestler was really a guy movie. Oh, absolutely. And, ooh, Maria Tomei. Ooh, good Marissa Lord. Tomei? Marissa Tomei? Oh, Marissa. Good golly. Good Lord. Age has been kind to her. Absolutely, all I'm going to say. Um, no, I like the wrestler, but I mean, he really got his resurgence in Robert Rodriguez's uh, Sin City. Sin City, yeah. I mean, he was Marv. I mean, he was, he, and that was a perfectly cast part for him. Too. Oh, it was too. I, it really was. But I mean, I, you look back, you, you can't shake your leg like that because you're going to make things. Yeah, wrong. I got it. <laughs> uh, you you I'm look not back ask on his you shaking your leg, his uh, old career. And he was in some really good stuff. And yeah. then it just kind of all... I, I remember him in Diner, for instance. He I was, remember him in Angel Heart. And, yeah, absolutely. Natural Born Killers. I was don't he? remember him in Natural Born, Born yeah, Killers. Yeah, he was, he was Wayne Gale. Was he? Yeah. I still don't remember him in it. I only think of Woody Harrelson when I think so, of that. Well, and, and uh, Juliet Lewis. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. But his career is big, but going back to Robert Downey Jr., I mean, he is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody playing that role now. Right. Hmm. Well, for better or for worse, you know, I I don't think he's he's typecast the way that a lot of other actors that have done superhero roles have have ended up being typecast. Um 
I think such as oh well the number one uh, Superman Christopher um, Reeves Christopher yeah. Reeves yeah but you that's know. going back to, you know thirty years so I, you got to stay more current than that uh, I mean he's well, been dead I mean, for five after after the really the other no. the utter failure of superhero movies in like the you know mid late nineties they kind of left the genre alone for a long time yeah but they're almost coming too strong with it now and I mean we're comic book guys but. Uh, give me something original. I mean, that's I know. For instance, Chad, you just went and saw Kick Ass, right? I've read the book. I thought it was okay. Uh, I know, guy, you liked the book a lot. Yes, I did. I really did. And uh, did I can understand why that would be a good movie? But it's like, really, that's that's what we're going to get now. Movies that are based off of comic books all the time. Well, well, you know, like I said, when I walked out of Kick-Ass, although I had never read the graphic novel and had almost no exposure to it, I knew that it was a script that was based on a graphic novel because of the way it was written. I yeah. mean, Hollywood doesn't generate that kind of a script <laughs> anymore. No. no, well, you know, they do now. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it, well, they really yeah, but they're, to do but more look at they're, they're yeah. taking, they're taking, they're, you know, they're starting off with the source material, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, they're not. They're still not really coming up with their original works. No, and they haven't for a long time. And I think that's why TV has been consistently kicking the movies' butt in originality and quality content. Yeah, for ten years now. Mm-hmm. Really going back to like the Sopranos when the Sopranos kicked it off. I mean, it it just kept getting better and better and better. I mean. Give you a prime example, Battlestar Galactica. What a, oh, yeah. sheesh. Yeah. What a, what a, you can't imagine any science fiction movie in the last 10 years that was better. Well, right? why, do you think, why do you think that so many of the, the quality writers have gone from movies to TV? Well, there's mo- more money in television now because it's episodic. and you Exactly. Know. Right. You can exactly. spend more time actually developing characters and building plot lines and interweaving different storylines. And the, the cost of production... It's come down because you can have a lot more special effects and stuff because it doesn't cost as much. Right. But by the same token, there—I mean, there's some really bad television out there. But well, there's bad television every year. Yeah, but I but think I, I, I have to agree with you, Tim. The overall quality of television has really raised in the last absolutely five to ten years. And I every year I find something new like that, I, and it could be comedies. You don't see too many comedies anymore, mm-hmm. you know, but. When you find a good one, it's usually really good. Like there's a new show coming out on the uh, on Fox called The Good Guys. Yeah, which you, actually I, Kim has oh, no with interest. Tom I Hanks' think it looks son. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, more than I don't really care about Tom Hanks' son, but the other guy in it yeah. was on The West Wing, mm-hmm. and I, I could only see that character Josh, and then the role he's playing in this, I was like the '70s sunglasses, the cheesy mustache. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I have got to watch this. Yeah. I've already set up my DVR to do a, um, uh, a recording. Now it's pointing at your knee because you're starting to shake yeah. again. It's not like I'm going to touch you. You don't have to I be know. nervous, Chad. You're right. <laughs> Chad, I would still be nervous. Yeah, I would be too. Um, That's why I'm in Virginia. I think there's just some really great television. In fact, I just I've been watching uh, when I get the chance. It's not always Justified, which is like it's okay and it's definitely episodic. But I've never heard of that. Um, it's got Tim Timothy Olympiat in it. Um, uh, yeah, Tim, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant, that's what yeah, it and is. it's uh, FX, isn't it? Yes, Olympiad, Olympiad yeah, something like that. Um, He's an okay actor. I, I've liked him in some stuff, and I've, eh, like, for instance, the last Die Hard movie, he, as the bad guy, I just thought, yeah, I didn't really buy it. 
Um, but now in what was that movie? Um, where, in the Old West. Oh, I cannot oh, think of it. Uh, um, Three Ten to Yuma. No, 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 no. It was a television was a series. That, oh, oh, the Deadwood. Deadwood. Deadwood yes. Yeah. Now he was really good in Deadwood. So, mm-hmm. and I thought this show was going to be more like that character, but it's really not. He's a U.S. Marshal, and it's just really good. I'm in, I'm really enjoying it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's great. I would say it's good. It's better than most of the other things that you're finding. But here's my question. When you look at the, the quality of television out there, it seems to me that more and more of these really edgier and really good shows are coming to the FX network and USA. Yeah. And, they're, I mean, they're really starting to get a lot better shows than the major networks because they're taking risks on, at least this is my opinion, they're taking risks that the other stations, the big networks, aren't taking and well, Fox, Fox used Fox used to take risks like that when they first started out. They still do somewhat. But yeah, but but you look at shows like the The Simpsons, which of course is is practically an institution in itself. And then there was the show uh, Get a Life, which at least the first two seasons of were were just you know there there were just drop down moments of of hilarity. I don't even remember you, it. That was with, the that one was with Chris, Chris Elliott. Yeah. Oh yeah. He oh god. Yeah. Papers lived in the yes, lived in house. basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do remember that was great. And you know there were a lot of shows like that that they had on that um, would last for like a season or two. Uh, Married with Children. That was another one that lasted for a very very long time. Yeah. And but then there would be other shows that they would put on that would get a lot of critical acclaim and they would sabotage it. Uh, Firefly is a good example. Yeah, but they Yeah. But there's there's also the the fact that you look at they're giving chances and they're coming back for a year after I a prime exam, example, my favorite show right now and it has been for a couple of years now is Rescue Me. Mm-hmm. And that's FX. Right, you've talked about that, yeah. And and I, there's no way that CBS, NBC, or ABC would ever have the show on. It, it just wouldn't happen. It's edgier, and yeah, you know, they have subject matter that the major networks just would stay away from. But honestly, if the major networks want to keep competitive, they better wake up. And I'm not saying you have to have a lot of sex or folks right. swearing or anything like that, but you've got to take chances. I mean, Lost is a good example. I was amazed that NBC gave it the green light. Or, uh, or ABC. ABC. Yeah. Right, ABC. Um, Heroes is another one. It's a comic book show on NBC. Yeah. Now, you can see that... Now, I know Lost has been really good this year because they're finally wrapping up the story, but yeah. you know the middle seasons were just not very good, and Heroes is going way downhill. Yeah. Um, they find a hit like that, and they just bastardize it to the point where it's not good anymore. Whereas the FXs, the USA Today's, they don't seem to do that as much. No, I think they leave more of the creative control with the, the writers and the producers of the show. Seems like it. So yeah, what well, is I mean, that, that's how they're able to get the shows a lot cheaper, too, is they give them more on the back end instead of keeping everything for themselves. Maybe. Uh, looking at the movies coming up for this big blockbuster, I mean, a new Predators movie. Eh. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. The, the trailer looked okay. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, but it's the same kind of thing where where you've got a trailer that shows you you know ninety percent of the best parts of the movie. Well, you, you don't s- know you that there, because we haven't seen. Well, it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. So you spend an hour and a half because typically those kinds of movies are about ninety minutes. You spend an hour and a half looking for those scenes where you go, oh yeah, I remember seeing that in the trailer. That was great. And then in between that, it's like, 
Okay. All right. Character development about characters I don't really care about. Although I will admit the Predators trailer does not give out a whole lot. No, it doesn't. Uh, it, it gives you the basic premise of what's going on. They're, yeah. they're on another planet. The Predators have brought them there to hunt them. Mm-hmm. That's that's the setup. Yeah. What happens at that point? Well, we'll see. I don't know. It, and I'm kind of curious at this point. But I don't think I'm going to go to the movie theater and see it. No. Because um, it'll be on cable in six months or less. I'll likely, well, go, everything with, I'll likely go with my cousin. But, you know, that's because... Your cousin Vinny? No, nah, my, my, cousin, my cousin Maddie. But. So uh, I'm looking through. Um, it looks like June is basically... The big month. The big month. We have the Karate well, there, there's, Kid. There are some in May. I mean, you got... Uh, well, even though I think they've gone to the well one too many times, you've got Shrek Forever After. Uh, you know, the thing is, though, every time I see the commercial for that, I think, eh, it looks kind of good. Yeah. I mean... Everybody wants to say that guy going to the well one time too many, but I all three of the Shrek, Shrek, Shrek movies, movies were good. Great. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can watch any of the three, and I'm like, oh, that was fun. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. So, and this is definitely the last one, which is good. Yeah. Well, I thought they said that after the third one too. No, they never said that after the third one. Well, they should have. But anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. MacGruber looks horrible to me. Uh, I don't know. I think that looks I think the, the premise behind that looks like it's it's got a lot of good one-liners in it. It was enough to, to get my wife interested in it. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, I don't know what they can do beyond the sketches that they've already done on Saturday Night Live with it. I mean, that's where the character comes from. Yeah. It's a Saturday no, it, Night it, Live. It's, well, a take off, it's a takeoff on um, uh, MacGyver. The, yeah, MacGyver. The problem is, all those SNL skit characters can't, none of them have ever been able to carry a movie. No. Well... No, not really. No. Uh, uh, maybe one or two. Well, you, I don't know. You look at uh, Wayne's World. Well, true. That is true. That, that I was forgot about that Blues one. Brothers. Yeah. Blues Brothers was SNL. But that was only one movie. They never made another right. one. Well, they did, but we don't want to count yeah, that. Yeah, no. let, let's not no. talk. No. Let's not talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the Robin Hood. Now, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. That yep. It's Gladiator and... Uh, yeah, no. No. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah, uh, Iron Man Romero, 2, which I think is going to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You got another Romero uh, dead movie. Oh, that guy really needs to get a, a, a life. life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Moving an, into an, June, unlife. Marmaduke. No. No. Really? Marmaduke? I didn't even know. The Karate Kid. No. Really? Uh, the Karate Kid. Uh, no. Uh, no. The A-Team. That... Has a, a chance to be good. It depends on what direction they take it. If it's going to be camp or if it's going to be serious. Jonah Hex. That Jonah looks Hex, like it could be good. The comic yeah. book character. Yeah. I didn't even know they yeah. made a movie about. Yeah, it. and it's yeah. uh, what's his name, Josh Brodin. Really? Yeah, and it actually looks pretty good. Oh. Have you seen the trailer for that yet, guy? No, I haven't. I, I well, let's just, stop. Let's I, let's pause here for a minute. We'll all go watch the trailer. And we'll come right back. We won't take any time for the listener because I'll actually pause the recording. So we're going to watch the trailer and talk about it. All right. So that's the uh, the trailer for Jonah Hex. I think number one, Josh Brolin looks, looks amazingly yeah. like Jonah Hex. Yeah. Hex. Yeah. Yeah. He he. Uh, the the makeup job they did on him just really nailed the character. Um, Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh, she yes. she's like the new Angelina Jolene, a younger so. version. Yeah, to some degree, yeah. You're going to see them in a kick-ass movie together. I guarantee you. Yeah, I mean, you just see it. It's going to be like, I don't know if Angelina 
will allow herself to be the mother of, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, she might have a problem with that. But she's technically old enough. If and there's, she's no, got if there's no kissing scenes, away, so. I'm just not interested. Yeah. Yes, I, I am. Um, <laughs> um, no, it, it, I think it looks pretty good. And uh, John Malkovich, I mean. I know. I was surprised to see yeah. him there. It, it, well, you know, actually, just from the, now, we're just talking about the trailer that we've yep. seen. Um, he, yeah, and I know he's a great actor, but just the the little bit that you see him in the trailer was was not that compelling. He he but, just I I didn't think that was all that great of a of a role. Just I didn't care. again, we're just talking about based on the trailer. Yep. And but here's the funny thing: I remember saying exactly the same thing um, about him in another movie called Con Air. And I thought, ugh, that, I don't know, that didn't look very good. Well, and he carried that movie. He carried the movie. He was the best part of it. Yeah. Which isn't saying a lot when it comes to Con Air. Although, <laughs> honestly, I, I kind of, it's kind of a guilty pleasure. I kind of like Con Air. Mm-hmm. I know I shouldn't, but I, I kind of do. Even with, with a, a cage with a mullet, I mm-hmm. still kind of liked yeah. Con Air. But mostly because of John Malkovich. But if you go back and you watch the trailer for that movie... It, you thought, eh, really? I, I don't buy Jonah. All right, I don't. I don't buy him as that character. But then you mm-hmm. see him in the role, and well, and Steve Buscemi's part was very good too. Yeah, but he, it, even though it wasn't a, a lot of talking, he did have the best line in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but he usually does. You're doing the Lego thing again. Yeah. Damn it, Chad! What are you doing? Um, I I don't know. I. I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. I can tell you that, but I want to see Jonah Hex. Mm. It looks good to me. I'll see that in the theater. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I I've read a lot of comments about it, like on uh, Ain't It Cool News and stuff. People are like, "Oh, it's going to be horrible." I'm like, "Did you watch the same trailer I did? It looks kick ass." Yeah. Well, where are they getting their information other than just what they saw in the trailers? That's what they're seeing. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought the trailer was looked. Pretty really good. Yeah, it looked pretty good. So um, whoever it was that, that was probably saying that couldn't have been a, a comic books guy. The Twilight Saga comes out at the end of June. Now, honestly, we're probably not going to. I haven't seen a single I, one Neither yet. have I, and I don't care to, but that is going to be a monster hit, let's be honest. So now yeah. we have Iron Man, Shrek, uh, Toy Story, and Twilight. So, so far, let's be honest, money-wise... Yeah. It's starting to They're shape up. up. Yep. Now we get into July. The last airbender. That's gonna be huge. That's gonna be a big movie. Yeah. Um just from the promotional aspects alone, they've well, already I mean, started to promote this movie and we're mm-hmm. months and months away. This yeah. is of course for the people that don't know, you know, this is based on, on a um a, a three year saga that was on Nickelodeon as a cartoon, and it was a huge hit for Nickelodeon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, every single kid over the last probably five years or, or longer that, that followed the, the story um, on Nickelodeon is, is going to you know, beg borrowers, steal the money from their parents, or, and drag them along with them to go see this. Mm. That, this could be, I, other than Iron Man, I think The Last Airbender could be one of the biggest hits of the summer. Yeah, but not for the reasons that you said, because as big as you think it was on Nickelodeon it it doesn't hold a candle to the popularity of Hannah Montana oh. and that wasn't a huge <laughs> well the only the, i think the wild card in the last airbender is the director yep but he's never done a movie like this right 
And he's always done his own stuff. His own stuff. Yeah, and, and this is this is the first of a series of movies. Well, we'll see how good it is. Yeah. Uh, also, that month, Predators, we already talked about that. I don't know what The Sorcerer's Apprentice is. That's I, based on the the the, uh, the Mickey Mouse cartoon from um, Fantasia. Yeah. Uh, so Mickey, it's a Disney is, movie. Is Mickey in it? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's live action. Really? Yeah. It's got, uh, let's see, Nicolas Cage, Jay Baruchel, Teresa Palmer, Alfred uh, Molina. Uh, let's see. Nicolas Cage is it. the master sorcerer, sorcerer in a modern-day Manhattan trying to defend the city from his arch nemesis. He can't do it alone, so he recruits someone, a seemingly average guy who demonstrates hidden potential as his protege. Well, so kind of like Doctor Strange without the name. Yeah, maybe. Salt comes out in July, and now we watched that earlier guy. That's, yeah, that's an Angelina Jolie movie. That looks actually pretty good. Yeah. What is it about? Um, she's a CIA agent. They capture a Russian who says that there's a, a Russian spy that's going to assassinate the president. And she says who? And he gives a name, and it's her name. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I saw part of the, the trailer. The trailer looked pretty good. Uh, so we move into August. Step up 3D. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, the Expendables. That looks good to me. I'll go. I think we should go see it just because. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has just a cameo in it from what I But still is Bruce Willis. But still it's Arnold, Bruce. And Sloan. On screen at the same time. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah. Jet Jet Li. Li. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's got some really. Uh, Jason um, Strahan. Strahan. It's like you see the trailer and you're like, wow, that's just testosterone to the max right there. The last There'll be all exorcism. kinds of fights as people come out of those movies. Yeah. Ugh, I'm kick your butt. Scott Pilgrim versus the world looks really bad to me. I, have, I haven't even seen the trailer. It's a based on a comic book, and the comic book is kind of this uh, Magna style that I couldn't get past three pages, and I was just like, that's yeah. horrible. And that pretty much uh, wraps up the summer. Because you don't really oh, count. Oh, wait, what about Piranha 3D? Piranha 3D, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Piranha 3D. The last 3D. exorcism. Um, that's kind of it, isn't it? I mean, that I pretty, don't see yeah, anything. Yeah, that's pretty, oh, good Lord. Yeah, I'm, I'm going down. I don't see really anything in September. Resident Evil Afterlife 3D. Oh, good huh. God. Straight to video. Um, yeah. October, I don't see anything in there so far. Oh, wait, Jackass 3D. Oh, oh please. please. Uh, Paranormal Activity 2. Oh, that's going to be bad. I can yeah, already that, tell. It, uh, but I'm sure it's going to be just as good as the okay, sequel to Paranormal Activity Pro. 2, why? You, you ran Paranormal Activity. I watched it. It was good. Same reason they had a, uh, the, uh, the... Yeah, the Blair, the Blair Witch, Witch Project 2. Yeah, right. It's called Cash Again, and it was already oh, too late. Oh, God. In November, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. That's going to be a Is there anything that's hook. going to be bigger than that? Why, yes, no. because the For following week, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, do they actually have a trailer for Red Dawn yet? Uh, not seeing one. Yeah, I haven't seen one either. Josh Peck is the only name I, I recognize that's in it. I, I think Deathly Hollows will be just a massive hit. Yeah. yeah. 
And then in December, I only see one movie that I really want to see. <laughs> I think I know which yeah, one it is. You know what Tron it is. Legacy. Legacy. Yep. Oh, I thought it was going to be a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I, I want to see that too, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have Neil Patrick Harris in it. Uh, if it doesn't, it's not a Harold and Kumar movie. Yeah, That's right. Um, yep, he's in it. I'm just looking you right know, now. The, the thing is, we're only in May, and I've already been seeing the trailer for Tron Legacy for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. And it looks good to me. I hate yeah. the original movie. I think it's campy and just so dated and the acting, for the most part, Well, it's, it's dated now, but back when it first came. I mean, because that was, what year did that come out? 82, 83? Yeah, okay. something like that. At that's, the height was, of the arcades. I mean, that yeah. was the whole thing yeah, of the movie. Well, I, was, I was in my early 20s then, and it, it wasn't. I thought it was a pretty good flick back then. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I know you okay. think it was. It wasn't. If you I enjoyed it, it in 1982. No, you did. Whether, whether you I would enjoy it now. No, I did. I swear. <laughs> Damn you, Robertson. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any uh, trailer for Red Dawn. I really want to see a trailer for it. My question is, how are they going to rewrite that movie? Um, it, it can't be the Russians. It can't can be it? the Russians now. Um, Unless looking, they're going to do the whole Nightmare on Elm Street thing and just say, oh, you know, <laughs> we'll just redo, redo the whole plot. So. Well, yeah, I'm looking oh, at some uh, of the stuff, and that's kind of... Well, it looks more a little more Chinese to me. But. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Red and yellow, and that's China. Uh, China uh, it's yeah, going to be Chinese, Chinese this time, then. Oh, yeah, that because that's the uh, that's part of the Chinese flag, that yeah. star. Yeah. That, it, that could be interesting. Oh, they got most popular photos, the Green Lantern stuff. Oh, you must be on the same site I am. In Movie Insider? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the um, Green Lantern shots look pretty good. I wonder who, uh, what the the plot line for it's going to be. Uh, an alien crashes on Earth, and he gets a lantern and a ring. Yep. That, well, just just it. give just give it all away. <laughs> I know I, I am, and I'm sorry, but <laughs> bastards. Is there a very? Is there a trailer for Kumar? No. Bummer. A little bit early. It's it's not like. Uh, well, you know, and why throw out a trailer special. right now? You know, I mean, you kind of know what it's going to be, so why not save it till you're closer to the movie? Neil so. Patrick Harris is in uh, yep. Harold yep. and Kumar, so it's saved. <laughs> <laughs> now, there, now, you want to talk about a guy that resurrected his career. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you know what I think did it more than anything? What? Harold and Kumar. The first one. Really? Because I never go saw to, the first one. Oh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. And it was so funny, and he was in it. He was... And and I think that came out after he publicly came out that he was gay. And yeah, the whole part did. of his movie is he's he wants to get messed up and find women. That's his whole <laughs> thing. And, and it's and, so and, yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. And they're like drugs and Dude, women. That's isn't that Dookie Hauser cuz he's hitchhiking. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> mm. And I mean he's so vulgar and nasty. Yeah. Steals their car. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he steals the movie. He really did. Really. I'll, but I'll to follow that up with then he did, of course, uh, Dr. Horrible. Yeah, Dr. Which Horrible. I think is the best thing he's ever done. In fact, I think that's one of the best things that came out in the last couple of years, regardless of it being only a three 15 minute internet shows. Mm-hmm. You saw that, right, guy? Oh, yeah, I've got it. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> it's brilliant. I've got it on my iPad. Um, I, I think it's a great. I don't, do you call it a movie? A, a web series, I guess? I don't know. It's, I think they're called webisodes. Yeah. Chad's going to take over for a minute because I have to uh, step out for a moment. 
<laughs> so oh, I am, huh? Yeah, you're going to take over. <laughs> All right, then I am taking over. <laughs> so uh, did, did you happen to check out the DVD for that? Because I know they released it on DVD as well. What, for? Um, uh, Dr. Horrible. Dr. Horrible? Uh, no, I did. I did. You know, like I said, I, I did get it off of iTunes. So uh, I don't know if there was... Actually, you know what? I don't know well, if who's the, that... Who's, who's the director? It was uh, Josh Wheaton. Josh Whedon, yeah, isn't it? Josh Whedon, yeah. Yeah, Josh Whedon. Because I, I was listening to, uh, oh, This American Life, and they had a section with Josh Whedon in it, and he actually they actually sung the entire commentary for the movie, for the, for the uh, series. For, oh, for his interview? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Now, did they, did they um, like, sing both of their parts for the interview, or, or were they just singing parts of... He, you, of know, you know how they have a director's or, commentary that they usually put with a DVD? Yeah, he the, the director's commentary was musical with him singing. Oh my! Uh, is that on iTunes? I, I, I check for. If not, I'll have to figure out which episode of This American Life it was on. But it was just brilliant because it was one of the live performances they did, and they had him on stage. And yeah, he sang the entire uh, commentary for Doctor Horrible. Oh, that is just too funny. Now there was um, uh, Jack Black did this this. Uh, public service announcement and it was like this 90 second uh, protest on some some bill that was being voted on I think in California and mm-hmm. it was like a 90 second musical and it had him in it, Neil Patrick Harris and all these people that were like Republicans on one side Democrats on the other It was, and I my kids could tell you what it is but they're not down here with me because I always kick them out mm. Now I can't remember what it was. I have returned my children. Hello. <laughs> Usually I do that. Was that the big? Was that the big Proposition ninety or whatever it was called in California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. What that's are you guys what talking about? Uh, just talking about uh, the guy that um, Josh Whedon had actually done the director's commentary for Doctor Horrible as a musical. His commentary as a musical. Yeah. On the DVD. Yeah. Now I got to go buy the DVD is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But but you said that they played it on This American Life. Yeah, on This American Life there was an episode where they had the uh the live the live broadcast and uh they had him on stage and he had sung the commentary. <laughs> I think that's funny. While it was playing. Yeah. You know, everyone we are like him, but Buffy was only a moderate success. Mm-hmm. And only because it was on what FX or whatever it was. Well, it was on for quite a while though, too. So. Seven no, Buff, seasons. Buffy was seasons. on yeah. um, Fox at first, wasn't it? Yeah, but it it, it didn't get monster ratings. And no. If it would have came out now with the ratings it got then, it it wouldn't have lasted. Mm-hmm. Firefox was a complete failure. We love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not good mm-hmm. shows. I'm saying critically. Right. And popularity. It right. wasn't a big hit. I mean, that's why they canceled it. If it was a big hit, it'd still be on. Right. Um, this, I, I, what the heck is the name of his new show? Um, Dollhouse. Dollhouse, right. yeah. Also short. Never, never yeah. watched it. Uh, I heard it may be coming back or maybe not. I'm not sure. I, I tried to catch an episode once, and I was about 10 minutes in, and then I switched over to see what the weather was like going to be the next day. That's how bad it was. Oh, God. I was like, oh, this is just not good. Um why do we keep giving this guy more credit than he's due? Or does he deserve the credit? Well, I think one of the things that this show, his shows do is they do build up a cult following. I agree. But 
it, does that warrant him getting bigger pictures or getting more attention than he deserves? You know, I guess it. It you know, I mean, you're. They always say you're only as good as your last you know movie or or television show. I, now, I Doctor Horrible, I think, is brilliant. Like I said, and that was a hundred percent Josh. That was all his doing. He right, wrote right. it. But if that had been longer than what it was, would it have still worked? I think so. Uh, if it I had think, been like spread out over an entire television season, no, I don't no. think it would work in that regard. But it could have worked as a movie if it was twice as long. Remember, that's like forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could it have gone and, an and, hour and, and, and a half? It couldn't have cost. Yeah. It couldn't have cost that much to to make. So I think no. Um, no. I think Neil Patrick Harris and um, uh, Captain Incredible. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. What's his first name? Help G- me. Jimmy Fallon. No. No. No, no, no. He was the captain in uh, Firefly, and he's on Castle. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. his name, but yeah. Whatever his name. And I happen to like Castle. I think that's a great show. Um, But as I recall, I don't think that, you know, that they were paid anything more than scale, if at all. Yeah. Oh, and it also came out during the writer's strike, which is why he had time to do it. Yeah. But... Would it as work? Would that work as a movie? I think it probably could have. I think you can make that into. I think you could stretch that into a movie. You could not put it into a series. No, it wouldn't make a, a series. But as a movie, maybe, maybe even with the production value that it had, which let's be honest, is kind of cheesy. Yeah, but, but that was part of its charm, though. Right? That was part of its charm. And plus, remember how it opens? Neil Patrick Harris talking directly to the camera. Mm-hmm. You know, and that works on a computer screen, but. If that wasn't a movie theater that big, good lord, you'd be seeing his nose hairs. Yeah, I mean that would that would have been too much. Um, so scaled up, probably not as good. But that being said, I still think the music was brilliant. Now my sixteen-year-old daughter now, um, well, she's going to be sixteen soon. She watched this for the first time last year, and she actually got all the music to it because she liked it so much. I didn't. I there's no way I expected that to happen. Right. Yeah. My my son Peter did the same thing. The the music is really good. The acting is I think brilliant. I mean it's cheesy over the top, mm-hmm. but that's what it was supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think I think it was great. I do think that it's Neil Patrick Harris's best role ever. I really really believe that. But I mean, what's he in the <laughs> How I Met Your Mother and Doobie right. Hauser and Kumar. Well, he's actually, actually How I Met Your Mother is 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 a very good show. I I really like that show. Yeah, but as an actor, though. Oh no, it's a it's a it's a throwaway role, right? You know, I'm, it, it, he can phone that in, right? But that's what I'm saying. I think that his work in Doctor Horrible is the best thing he's ever done. Right, compared to what his thing in Doogie Hauser, come on. No, Starship Troopers. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, go. that was a bit part, but um, but I don't know. I don't know if Josh Wheaton deserves all the the acclaim that people tend to throw at him, though. And I know well, he's, he's he's made enough money in various things to where you know they they keep giving him more chances. Uh, he's doing something else right now. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was a superhero movie too. Huh. Josh. Wheaton. Josh. Well, how do you spell it? J-O-S-S-W-H-E-D-O-N. Oh, Josh. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll check. Uh, he's got his. IMDB. Well, yeah, that's one thing you could check it with. But he's got his own little thing now, too. Um, there was something else he was doing. Called. Well, the only thing I see here is Goners. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, which is in post-production. No. An untitled Comic-Con documentary. 
in no, it was there was something news that he was doing, and uh, oh, the Avengers, the Avengers, yeah, really. Oh, he's yeah. doing the he, Avengers. He's going to direct the Avengers, hmm. which let's be honest, is probably the biggest Marvel movie of all time when it comes out. You're going to have Captain America. You're going to have Thor. Both of those movies come out next year. You see who they got to play Captain America? No, no, the guy who played the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movie. Really? Yep. How does that work? Well, he played a goofy role in that movie, but, I mean, you know, he's an actor. I was kind of expecting. Well, hopefully he buffs somebody, up. Because yeah, he is already pretty buff big, when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, true. He, he's but, already but pretty buff. I, I picture somebody bulkier taller. for Captain America and taller. Yeah, like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, no, I never saw Captain America as that kind of a big, big guy. Um, I don't know. I think he could play the role. When I first heard about it, I thought, oh, really? Johnny Storm is going to be Captain America? But then the more I thought about it, I said, all right, take the role of the smarmy, I'm a hot rod guy, and put him in a serious, more down-to-earth superhero. I think he could do it. He's got the build for it. He's got the handsome look for it, because Captain Mm -hmm. America is a good-looking guy. He's an all-American guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I I can kind of see him in that. No, I'd, I'd have to, to see a trailer or something, but it doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, but if we had told you Mark, Michael Keaton was going to play Batman back in 88, uh, you would have went, I don't think so. I did. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. And you went, no. Right? Or Heath That's Ledger exactly what I said. Joker. Yeah, Heath Ledger's a Joker. No, actually, w- w- when I heard that, I went, ooh, that's a good choice. Yeah. See, and I didn't. I was just like, I don't think he can pull that off. I thought he could. I remembered him in... Um, the the White Knight or something like See, that. See, I really remember him in Knight's movie. Tale. Yes, that's what it was. And I remember him in uh, The Patriot with Mel Gibson yep. playing the supporting role. And he was great, but he was always the pretty boy. And the Joker is not a pretty boy, so. Yeah, well, but I, 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 I could I, see that. I think that he pulled it off. Yeah, he, he yeah, might have pulled it off. I think he pulled it off. <laughs> I think he pulled it off probably too well because I think yeah, that I can't wait to see what down. he does next. Yeah. yeah. Too soon. Maybe. Not yeah. for me. <laughs> God. I'd have made it the next day, but that's just me. Um, no, I, I, I'm going to give the guy a chance as Captain America because I think he could pull it off. Well, Number one, I don't think it's like a very we difficult... Any, it's not like we have anything to say about it anyway. Well, true. we do with our wallets. Um, yeah. yeah. But that being said, let's be honest. Captain America isn't a very difficult role. It's not. I mean, it, it, it's not a very deep character, right? Well, right, that, how, how many times is he going to stand there with his arms out and go, no? Yeah. Well, the, 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 the issue with Captain America is is the, really for the writers. Because yeah. Because they're going to have to add some real depth to him. Yep. That you could do with 40 years of comic book history behind him, but that doesn't make it in the movies. Yeah. You know, my, here's my problem with the yeah, They've got movies. like 15 to 20 minutes to establish him as a character. Yeah, and I heard most of this is going to take place in World War Two. Two. Oh, really? Yep. And then they jump ahead in time. Nick Fury's going to be in it and possibly Tony Stark, and I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my problem with the superhero movies, honestly. I'm sick of the origin story. I am just tired of watching a superhero movie, and we have to get the stupid origin out of the way again. Over and over and over. But that's just because you're a comic book guy and no, you know it's the origin not. story already. It's not. It, no, I, I got to agree with many. Chad. I've, I've seen I've, too many movies. I think movies he's now. right. You know, um, for example, you, for various reasons, you hated 
the uh, the last Superman movie, and they didn't even go into an origin story there. Right, but it was a crappy movie. It was completely against character type. It was boring. He fought Lex Luthor again, and Rocks it was his big enemy. It was boring. It, it had no redeeming qualities in it. Because it was a rehash of the original story to some degree. Right. They didn't start over. The, the, the villain wasn't interesting. You never felt like Superman was actually in any kind of peril. You knew he was going to win. It was boring to me. Well, you know that anyway, going into most of these. Yeah, but still, Lex Luthor never has has the real intelligence that he's supposed to have. No, and and let's be honest, I, I like Kevin Spacey. He, he's uh, one of my favorite actors, right? But he's not Lex Luthor. No, um, Gene Hackman is Lex Luthor. I mean, he just he's, really he's too old now. He is, mm-hmm. but he's also a great actor, mm-hmm. and I loved him in that role. How about um, John Malkovich as Lex Luthor? No, he was going to be the vulture, though, if they were going to make the Spider-Man 4, which they're not making anymore. No, that's actually oh, they, kind they of They killed that? Yeah, what's going to happen now is they're relaunching it. Ha-ha. No. Yep. He's going to be in high oh, school. Good oh, oh, I knew that. I thought you were... Okay, so you're, you're talking about the uh, the one with Tobey Maguire got canceled. Yes. And what a shame that is. Yeah, bummer, yeah. huh? Yeah. Um, and I am broken up about yeah, that. me too. Not that I didn't think Toby was was a great Peter Parker. He was. He, but, the but he was one. tired. He was tired of the role, and so well, was Kirsten he, he, Dunst, and it's, so was. It's, it's not. Well, that, and plus, the writing was just horrible. so bad in Absolutely. the third movie. The, third the best movie part was, of that movie was the Sandman, and yeah. you got so little of him. Yeah, ten and minutes, the guy, the yeah. guy that played the Sandman, did a great job. Well, he's a good actor, is why. But you know, I'm just tired of the superhero movies where it's like, okay, we're going to spend half the movie or more creating the character and then you finally get to see him in the costume at the very end of the frickin' movie where he fights the bad guy. I'm just tired. I'm just like, you know what? You're doing a superhero movie. Put him in the costume quick. Look what they did with the Hulk reboot. They did the entire origin in yeah, the opening during the credits. Cre- during the credits, yeah. yeah. It lasted five minutes, not even that, and then, okay, that's good enough. It's mm-hmm. the Hulk. What, come right. on, what more do you need? With the Spider-Man relaunch, you know the first episode or the first movie is going to be another frickin' Well, they they have to if it's not going to be with Toby McGuire. No, they don't. And no, if they're going to relaunch it, if they're going to relaunch it as him no. being a teenager, no, I don't think they do. I don't think they need to go bother with that at all because if you go with the teenager route, what are they going for? The kids, right? Mm-hmm. The kids don't give a crap how he really got the powers. They could show that within the first five minutes. Uh, we're at a we're at a trip to the science thing, and oh, he gets bit, and now he can. You can establish that in five minutes. Now he, he and he can do stuff, and, and Uncle Ben is dead. Move on. Yeah, move True. on. Get him to into the to the suit and get him fighting people. That's what people came to see. Mm-hmm. Get him some wheat cakes. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, they need to reboot all the movies at this point. Almost they need to reboot Spider Man. And honestly, I like Spider Man as a teenager. I think it works better for the character. I really do, especially after reading Ultimate Spider Man for the last ten years. I mean, yeah. it's the best Spider-Man that's out there right now, by far. It's not even close. Um, so what else is there now? Batman, they're going to get one more of that. Yep. And then that movie franchise is done until they reboot it again five years from now. Superman, they already need to reboot it because that was ruined. So what do you got left? Wolverine, really? No. Do we really you need another need, Wolverine? No, you need to, you need to work with, with, with the properties that haven't been touched yet. I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I think. Everyone's like, really, Thor? How do you do a Thor movie? Seriously. I Figure think that out. could be, could be fun. Yeah. Oh, I, on the Norse god Thor, and he comes up and 
Manhattan. <laughs> it could be great. I think a Thor movie was... I've been dying to see something like that. Um, I still don't think they did the Hulk right, because I just didn't buy that last Ed movie. Norton. Yeah. Well, well, it was certainly better than the original one with uh, Jason... Uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't Little Fat Hulk this time. It was yeah. much bigger. I mean, <laughs> he looked mean. But I just don't want to see the Savage Hulk. smash. That's boring to me. Do something with the character. Um but I, you know, looking at these movies coming out this summer, and going farther, even up through December, it could really be. And I didn't think that was true because before we were talking about it, Chad, mm-hmm. we didn't think this was going to be a big year for him. But then right. we look at it, and we're like, "Wow, it really could be pretty big." Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm kind of looking forward to the next two years where we get Hulk, or I'm sorry, where we get a. Uh, Thor, we get Captain America, and we're going to get the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Right. With, so I guess ju- at this point, Justice League is off the table. You know, here's the thing with Justice League. I don't care to see the Justice League as a live action. I'm more interested to see the cartoons, the movies they've been doing lately, because they've been really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Superman, Batman, that was really good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, the, the Two Earths. Justice League movie really good. I, that's what I want to see more of. I, I don't. I don't care. If would they do you like? Live would you like to see them do that with more uh, like three D animation nope. instead of the nope. instead of the two D? Nope. Not at all. Well, you know what I'm saying? Though, yes, like I Shrek do. or something like that. Yep. No, I don't. How um, come? Because I don't like three D. Number one and number two, I think it's going to be a backlash. Um. What am I? There was another movie that I was just thinking about. There, you, you know, what the big thing coming out next is going to be on television real soon is going to be the live action Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that's I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to take place between Episode three and four. That could be very interesting. Who's doing that? George Lucas. Who's picking it up? I'm not sure, no. but I guarantee there's going to be a bidding war for it. Oh, it'll be it's on Star a major Wars network. live action. Yeah, they're going to go for that. Yeah, I don't think the Sci-Fi Channel is going to be able to have a budget for no. that. No, I don't think so. Um, the Clone Wars cartoon season two just wrapped up. Now, do either one of you guys watch that? You know, oh, I've yeah. only caught snippets of it. I need to watch the whole thing through. So. Oh, well, it's two seasons now. You've you've been yeah. watching that guy? Yes, I have. What'd you think about the? Uh, we don't want to ruin it for Chad, but what'd you think about the season finale? Oh, uh, with uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, was that the very last one? Yep. Um, I'm. You know, I, I was actually a little disappointed because, you know, the whole season was supposed to be about bounty hunters. Bounty, bounty hunters. It was pretty much. And Every yeah, third episode had bounty hunters in it. But they they ended it with Boba Fett, really? You know, still as a kid? I I just didn't see where, where you know, they did the whole thing and that was the wrap-up. I, I didn't get that. Are you sure you watched the... You watched the last one, right? Where it was two episodes back to back. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was brilliantly well done. I mean, he had to be a kid because you see him at the end of episode two, and he's a kid, and he's a kid. And this yeah. takes place between episode two and episode no, three. No, no. But my you know, my point was, you know, why are they why are they bringing his character in to what? establish him? It's I think there's a lot of story potential with who Bubble Fett is, how he became. The ruthless bounty hunter that you see in Empire Strikes Back, where Vader says, "No disintegrations as yeah. you wish." <laughs> you know, the, 
Boba Fett had a relatively small part in Empire Strikes Back, but he captured mm-hmm. everyone's imagination. He's one of mm-hmm. everyone's favorite Star Wars characters, and he dies at the end of Episode well, Six. Well, he dies at the beginning of Episode Six. Yeah, right at the beginning. But people just don't let Boba Fett go. They love that character. So why not take the the opportunity there's with a, the there's Clone There's a T-shirt Wars. for you. Boba Everyone Fett knows lives. It. Everyone loves Boba. <laughs> Everyone loves Boba. Yeah. <laughs> More Boba. <laughs> Give us our fat. Um, why not explore that character in more detail? Yeah, he's a kid, but I, th- I think there's a lot of story potential there. How do you go from being this the son of, at the time, the, the most feared bounty hunter, Jango Fett, because mm-hmm. that's who Jango right. Fett was. He was so good at what he does, they based an entire army on him, on, him, on cloning that person. Mm-hmm. His dedication, his... I'm going to get this done no matter the cost. I mean, his tenacity, those mm-hmm. are the reasons that he was chosen to be the clone template. And his only payment that he wanted was what? To have a son. To have a son. But why? Why did he want a son? If he was this ruthless guy that doesn't give up, why does he want a son? Either he's very honorable, which you know he's not because he hires the bounty hunter that tries to kill Padme. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Or he wants to raise another him. So he has a partner. Yeah. Or you're right. I didn't think so. He has a partner when he gets older. So now there's two of them. Mm -hmm. They could be twice as profitable. Well, for a while. Well, eventually. But, (laughs) and and I do think for the legacy as well. Mm -hmm. And um, with him getting killed by Mace Windu, which I like that aspect that Boba comes back. That's how he makes his reappearance. I'm going to ruin a little bit for you here, Chad. Okay. the the three issues or the three episodes at the end were all part one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. He comes back because he wants revenge on Mace, Mace Windu. Windu, and I think that's a very interesting story. You get to see him struggling with who he is and what he's going to become. We know what he's going to become, but what does that journey look like? I think, guy, I thought that was very interesting, and I thought they played it up really well. You could see his anger when he's walking with the other clones. And he sees the Jedi. Um, he's already got the control with the Jedi can't. But remember, these are Jedi. The one's a Jedi Master, and one's going to become Darth Vader. These are pretty mm-hmm. powerful Jedi. But they didn't sense his anger and hatred for them. And he's standing right in front of them. That means the kid's already got incredible self-control. So I think there's a lot of potential that you can do with a character like that. And I thought the, the three episodes that they used to kind of establish him was well done. Well, I, I I was just kind of disappointed. That's all I'm saying. What were you expecting? I don't know. Um, but it, a little you know, midget I, I, in a bubble fat costume shooting everyone. No, no. I, 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 I'm not so sure. It's that, a Jawa. It's oh, an no. Ewok. <laughs> I'm not so sure that, that it's an Ewok in a Mandalorian armor. Bubble fat in that whole story arc was was even necessary. I, you know, there was a lot of different directions they could have taken it. And you know, no, when I mean, you they, talk, they went. Let's be honest. Well, when you I, talk, I, I think part of it, what Tim's going for, is though, is that this, this, you know, this series has legs to it. Oh, absolutely. And if if you think it still has legs, then you want to start doing setup work. Yep. Well, and they are they already showed previews for season three at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. It, uh, you know the uh, what's her name, Osuka? Yeah. Is having dreams about something bad coming, and Yoda's like, you know. Well, the future is cloudy and mm-hmm. it's always in motion. Dreams you are having. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I in the mm? Yoda's huge. Um. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> Look at my so little wrong. tadpole. Uh, <laughs> just touch it once. Um, <laughs> no, stop. No, stop it. No, um, I, I think that the Clone Wars, and I've said this in the past, and I'll continue to say it. While not every episode is a home run, I've enjoyed every single episode. Yes. Uh, even the Godzilla epi- two-parter. <laughs> Godzilla Actually, that, that wasn't, you know, no, who that monster, that monster could They did have been. a monster. Yeah. And it was, dude, it was brilliant. Um, that could have been the monster that, that they end up inside of in that asteroid in the second movie. No, it's totally different. But, plus it's a lot smaller. Well, think about what he what uh, it, uh, what the guy said at the end of it. Yeah, I know. Well, don't give any more away because she had to Yeah, her. I know. I have to but with that being said, that I didn't... In- Love every single episode, but I did enjoy every. I think that this. Oh, is wait, a, hold on a second. Hey, Chad. Yes. You know, you know what they called that beast? What? It was the Zillow Beast. The Zillow Beast. Oh shh. Um, <laughs> All right, now I've got to see it. <laughs> with that being said, I think this is the best Star Wars material since Return of the Jedi, or I'm sorry, since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I, if I would, if I had to rate it, I would say the best Star Wars was the Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. and then the Clone War TV series, not the horrible. Uh, movie the Clone Wars that with the same characters and animation style that was horrible. The storyline was just that was the worst they've done. But the actual ongoing series has just been brilliant. It's the most Star Wars Star Wars that I've seen, mm. and well since 1981. I mean, it was yeah. it's that good to me. And uh, I'm always I I got the the Blu-ray first uh, first series first season. Mm-hmm. For Christmas, I mean, yeah, they're like, "Would you want?" Oh, just giving them Blu-ray. That's what I want. <laughs> it, it's it's just brilliant. Let's uh, let's get Chad caught up on these, and we can have an entire episode talking about Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars. That would be the fun. Clone Wars. Yep. So, guy, we're gonna wrap this show up. Anything you want to mention that you're doing over at the MyMac Podcast? Yeah, we just released uh, MyMac Podcast number two ninety two. Uh, it was quite an interesting discussion mostly about how you know apple's currently under investigate or could be under investigation by the ftc and the doj and uh you know gaz and i are 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 starting i think we're starting to click really really well and we're we're having a good time with it awesome i've been enjoying them i haven't listened to the new episode yet um it's i think that gaz is a a great addition to the show you should invite him over to a geeky show ever with us sometime well, he knows about it, um, I, but part of the problem is, of course... Timing for him, yeah. Yeah, you know, because uh, he's five hours ahead of us. Yeah. So, like, right now, it, it sounds like uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, not quite, but... Um, well, yeah, almost, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but, you know, we had another co-host that had the same problem at the same time, mm-hmm. which was David Cohen. Yeah. Which I'd really like to get David Cohen back someday. I hope it happens. Yep. So with that, uh, good luck with the MyMac Podcast guy. Of course, I can be found on uh, OWC Radio at OWCRadio.com or just do a search in iTunes. In the meantime, make sure you go to MyMac.com, find Guy's Podcast, as well as uh, My Phototech, My Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. So for Guy and Chad, I'm Tim. We'll see you in two weeks.